welcome to the Arrow Panel. It's a dance game discussion show where we discuss dance games such as Dance Dance Revolution. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Dalton Runberg, aka Blue Chow, at Run Dalton Run on Twitter. I'm Roger Clark, at Roger Clark on Twitter. I am Omid Farvar, Bromid on Twitter. And to my right, we have a special guest. I'm Ben Madsen, at Ben Madsen Gaming on Twitter. Oh my god, it's Ben Madsen. <laughs> Ben Madsen Gaming. Are you, aren't you like a top 10 eBay seller? Yeah. That's insane. Top, top 10? For PS1 and wow. video games. Yeah. There are so many eBay sellers. <laughs> well, for, for video games specifically. Okay. okay. So the, game, but, the okay. gaming doesn't actually refer to you playing DDR. No. It's your, it's not your necessarily. business. You have a business. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, super nice to have you in the area. Appreciate Thanks for it. coming by. Always awesome to be here. In the uh, flesh. We had him once before, but yeah. he was just a voice coming through headphones. Just in the cloud. And yeah. now, now he's yeah. a voice coming directly into my ear with no electronic inter- he's been, he's interference. He's been downloaded directly to our hard drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So what do we got? Uh, let's see. We just had a huge tournament, maybe possibly, probably... Plausibly, the biggest tournament of all time. Yeah. Would you say it very was, exciting? Would you say it was a big deal? We're not doing this today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in too good of a mood to let you ruin. <laughs> no, it was not a big deal. Uh, it was the big deal, though. It was the big, big deal. The big deal three. Um, D. Three D. Three D. What's the D stand for? Uh, deal. <laughs> I can't say on air. The big deal. deal three deal. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we all took laughing gas for a period of time. We weren't just we dropping one it's by the one. oxygen depletion. Yeah. In this room. Yeah. <laughs> Roger just lectured us about that. Yeah. It had clocks involved. Um, yeah, so there were 160 capped participants on DDR. Um, there we would have been at least 3,000 if it wasn't capped. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, maybe 30,000. <laughs> Who really knows? Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was run by Dave Seltzer and Grant Siegel and. Um, a lot of their uh, friends who said to help out, and there's a lot of pump players, a lot, of, you know, a lot of people in pump, a lot of people in sound voltex, 2DX, multiple tiers in 2DX. Actually placed in one of the tiers, 2DX was ridiculous. Um, there's dance rush. Oh my god, crazy yeah, rhythm gaming madness. I yeah. want to say it, it wasn't just one of the biggest ones in person either. I think it might have been the biggest, at least like highest number of viewers. Stream DDR yeah, tournament. Yeah. Uh, I think they broke five hundred. Definitely. I, uh, uh, Super extra exclusive was higher. Oh, was really? It? Yeah, yeah. Like be, be, because yeah, I think I, I think that that had more of an international mm-hmm. appeal. I don't know how many Japanese people were watching. Still, five hundred viewers. Yeah, no, that's, for dance games. Yeah, that's and, pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. nothing to scoff at, totally. especially especially when. Everybody who wasn't watching it on stream. That's true, yeah. Well, actually, from what I understand, people at the venue were also watching the they stream were, yeah. because, like, you couldn't get close to the machine. I, I think for next year, um, I, I know Dave said this publicly, but they're going to figure out space issues because there was just, like, everything was just, cl- like, so many people were just clumped. And it's just, it's the way we need to do it right now um, at round ones. And unfortunately, since Ace Machines are, and Dance Rush Machines and Sound, sound Voltex Machines <laughs> and 2DX Machines are so far and few between, um, we need to basically uh, make sure that we partner with Round 1 and can can have like some sick rhythm game tournaments. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, next year, they're expecting more people, and so we're expecting to have more space, even more machines from other Round 1s. So. Yeah, I'm hoping to go next year. I, it looks sure. kind Maybe of amazing, do it. and I... Just the the level of players that were involved in the whole tournament 
was just insane. Unbelievable. I yeah. saw top players, like some of the best people in the country, saying that there were zero easy matches at all. Every single match mm-hmm. at any level was like, you have to give it your all. There's just no freebies. Yep. Which is incredible. Yeah, I I had a blast uh, competing. I uh, My goal was to make it out of my pool, which had um, Dan White, Kevin Boddy, uh, Bodie, uh, body, Bodie, Bodie, um, as well as, uh, the scariest in my, in my opinion, the scariest player in the pool, um, David Jude or Judah, um, AKA squid. Yeah. Um, I, I I've been to, to the Orlando Dave and Buster's a few times He's ridiculous. and watched him and his brother play and they just ridiculous. I, I went there once and they played fascination max, uh, expert probably like 60 times in a row. They just kept playing it over and over and over like one great. Yeah. One great, one great. I'm just like, how are you doing this? Yeah, like, yeah. I play like three 14s and I want to die. He was one yeah. of the players who got an 18 PFC in the tournament and lost. And which, lost. Yeah, well, because he was playing Chris, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Still, but, but still, that's ridiculous. Absolutely impressive. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, he, yeah, he got it was Fax Oni. Fax Oni, right? That was his first tournament, also. Yeah, that's wild. Um, yeah, he and I shared a lot of pleasantries. He like thanked me for like helping him calm down during our match because he was like super nervous and. Yeah, couldn't couldn't have asked for like a nicer dude to make it yeah. that far, and really hope to see you if you're listening to this, David, in more tournaments. You're you know incredible dude, incredible player. So, but yeah, it was really fun, and um, highly advise if you're listening to this and you're considering going to like huge tournaments like that, do it. Yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah. It's so I'm, yeah, Chris, I I am Chris for life, and yeah, up winning. That's Chris. Yeah, he uh, beat Matt Magden um, in the finals. But Matt. You know, he destroyed too, man. Oh, like yeah. his scores were just, just unbelievable. Was unbelievable. The, that match with him and Hudson, oh my god, Hudson PFCs uh, Schrodinger's cat, and just like, and he loses to Matt Magden mm-hmm. on EX score, and I'm like, geez, these, how did how did either of these guys do this? Yeah, you know. <laughs> Yeah. And Hudson actually uh, was the player. Kaze, he ended up getting third. So that's your top three right there. Oh, it's just, uh, yeah. Chris, Matt, and Hudson. Yeah. Congrats to all those guys. Didn't they like tie? Like, didn't Hudson and, <laughs> yeah. and Matt tie on, on nine? nine yeah. an expert, nine, right. They got like 20 each. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. So top tier players there. And the, the video on demands are on their Twitch, I think, or maybe YouTube now. Yeah. Um, the Big Deal Gaming, I believe, all one word. Yeah. Um, we also, another cool thing to mention real quick, I know this is the Aero panel, but um, 1048, a uh, player, 2DX player um, who has a play style named after him. Like, one way to play 2DX is called 1048, which is insane. Like, how you put your fingers. He was there. And he competed in the expert tier 2DX. He ended up winning by one EX. Oh, yeah. Wow. Phoenix. Yeah. He's, um, he's from Japan, right? He is yeah. from Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he came, came all the way out. Yeah. yeah. So um, that was really cool, too. Just wanted to... The list of out. all the states from the entrance were from was 40. just amazing. I, I mean, that's, that's yeah. amazing. 40 states. That, that's one thing that I really want people to know about tournaments and things is that, you know, the big deal didn't start out at... 160 DDR entrance and things. It, it's gotten bigger every year and it'll be bigger next year. You know, run tournaments at, set them up and run them and they'll get bigger every year because players obviously want to travel around to these tournaments. Yeah, you gotta have something to do. And, yeah. and compete. <laughs> you know? yeah. So just create it and they will come. And if you need help, reach out to existing TOs um, like Dave Seltzer. Mm-hmm. Um and, and we pretend to be TO, so you can ask us. Yeah, we help run streams and stuff. But yeah, like you, we'll get you in touch with some of the selling 
opportunities um, to talk to your round, local round ones. And like Ben said, just get out there and do it. It's fun. Yep. Bring um, people together. And there's also some new DDR content uh, that came out in the past couple weeks. Uh, there was the 50th anniversary Konami like Megamix song. Yeah. I don't really quite... Like, I didn't really recognize any of the songs, but maybe it's just because I wasn't listening and... Yeah, I think it's a lot of, like... It's, like, a lot of, like, classic, like, old Konami songs, kind of all strung. I didn't recognize any of them either, but Mm. I didn't play a lot of games when I was a kid, so... But, I mean, it's still cool that it's, like, a fun thing. It's a pretty long song, too, right? Yeah. 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 The one I can make out is, like, from some shmup that came out in the 90s, for sure. That's, like, either Gradius or, like... Some other shmup. I don't know. Like yeah. Life Force. Who, who knows? <laughs> like, that is, like, Life I think Force. it's yeah. very... There's a section that's, like, very evidently that. Yeah. It looks like a fun chart, though. Um, I haven't had the chance to play it yet. Apparently, the background video for it is makes it very that's difficult right. to read. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is always a fun fun little added bonus. <laughs> um, and there's then, a bunch of Hinabita songs. Yeah. So, which uh, I think Omid is probably the only one here who's played those. Yeah, I played them all while, while I was in Texas the day after the tournament. Um, they're all really swingy. They're all high BPM. Um, I don't remember what difficulty they are, other than their highest, which I think they're all thirteens or there's like one twelve maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're like all like two hundred ish BPM, and they're all they're all like the, they're like you know the dun 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 like the very like um. What are those songs from Extreme called? You, you get what I mean. Um, swingy. Yeah. yeah. They're swingy. <laughs> I, That's I, I, more I, songs. Yeah. And, they're and, fun. and they're, are fun. Yeah, they're available on regular Ace yeah, yeah, instead yeah. of just gold, gold caps. That was nice stuff. of them to do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Orca has been PFC'd multiple times. The the new uh, A20 extra stage. Um, I think it was PFC'd on double, too. Or close I to think it. So. I saw someone flag it on double. Yeah, which is ridiculous. So looks really complicated. <laughs> yes. It is awesome. I it, just recently really, learned it, really and it's cool. got some really neat ideas that I, that aren't in. The song's amazing. It's kind of got like the neutrino stuff of just like BPM, you know, just going everywhere. But mm-hmm. some of the tech in the end is is relatively unseen and and DDR stuff, mm-hmm. which is cool. cool. I'm all for that. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's hype. It's extra. Mm-hmm. It's, an, it's an extra exclusive song. That's like. Harder than Chaos Challenge, which, <laughs> yeah. is, which is pretty sick. Yeah, we're we're super excited, <laughs> although we don't have it yet. Yeah, yeah. still no word as far as I know. I mean, of, of, of when we're going to be getting gold either on Ace Cabs or on the White Cabs here in America, or getting gold cabs in. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. it takes a month to cross the ocean. <laughs> yep. So, like, assuming that they put it on the boat, like <laughs> when it came out. It still hasn't been a month. It'll be a month like in a, like a week or two. Can we not crowdfund like a helicarrier or something? <laughs> or like a speedboat at least? Like does it have <laughs> just drag the like the ship thing? Like, just just, like start. Yeah, get, get like a tugboat. <laughs> just get a, a, real, a really fast tugboat. Oh, man. Gas, <laughs> you, might, gas, you might get pirates. Gas. Pirates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can we just like go... We'll pull like a Horatio background. They're pirates there, right? Yeah. <laughs> and just go like rob the ship and put it on our faster boat. I mean, personally speaking, um, I'm not going to lose hope until 2020. I, it'll be before then. If, if we yeah, get if we I get mean, a 20 in 2019, I'm sure we will. Like, Amid is happy. I, I can't I can't see any reason why we wouldn't get it. 
Yeah. And it may be sort of limited to certain locations at first, which isn't going to be great, but... Yeah, I mean, it, it, it seems like they're still going to be... Uh, they're still going to have Ace-2-0, like, exclusive to gold cabinets for a while. So mm-hmm. it's, as long as we have some gold cabinets in America, yeah. they'll probably be only at round ones. Um, and there's, a, there's like, a new round one location in Temecula, Cal- California, which just opened, but they don't have DDR machines. So we kind of assume that maybe that's because they're just like, oh, we'll just wait for the gold cabs yeah. or something. Yeah. That's just and, totally and, yeah, just totally, made totally. up. And but, uh, assuming that the 50 cab bulk order sense. thing still holds, assuming that Round 1 USA bought 50 cabs, there's like, what, 32 Round 1s, 34 Round 1s? Cool. Um, so, like, pro- some of them will probably be getting two gold cabs even. Cool. Which is crazy. And Which it, is crazy. It, it, yeah. On top of the ace cabs already Yeah. Um, That'll be great. So, so some some locations will probably get two for a while, I would guess. Cool. Yeah, there's no word from... Dave and Buster's, and I, I suspect there won't be. That's yeah. just I, that's just my kind of personal guess, but you never know. Yep. You never know. You never know. Um, so we want to... Ben had an idea for a topic today, which I, I think kind of talks about, or works with our brief discussion about Orca, something that a lot of people see that at first. I saw a little bit of discussion about Orca. They're like, oh, man, this is a bunch of BPM changes, and it has this and that. And, you know, people are like, I don't want to learn this. Yeah, I actually made a joke about it. when I, <laughs> That first time I saw it, I was just, I, I just assumed it was just incredibly difficult. And it, it's definitely hard, but I watched it on YouTube for two hours straight like a normal person <laughs> and uh, learned all the gimmicks. And and I, I just want to play it so badly now. It, it the, the, the topic we were wanting to talk about was uh, avoiding uh, weaknesses or... Maybe not even weaknesses, but things that you you don't necessarily like, just to kind of become better all around. And and Orca is a good example of like crazy BPM changes. There's a lot of crossovers. There's uh, foot switches. It's kind of got a little bit of everything. It's got like wrong rhythm. Well, not wrong rhythms, but the it's got like the chaos, like yeah, shifting it, stuff to different. Yeah, it's everything falls on like a sixteenth sort of thing. But um, but yeah, I mean, so but once you learn it, it's fun. Once you learn it, it's great. Yeah. yeah. And there, there are a lot of songs that applies to. It doesn't even have to be anything too, too unique or or crazy. There's there's plenty of times I've played a song, or, or or haven't played a song yet, and thought it was terrible, and then played it, and and it's good actually. So <laughs> that should be the title of our podcast. <laughs> it's good. Do you know, yeah, it's good. <laughs> I want to I want to offer up a similar opinion, but like kind of to to like yes and you. I feel like for me, like I obviously like getting impressive scores both like impressive to like other people and impressive to myself so like to do that i have to practice the song and then once i do that i really like the song because right. i got a six score yeah so like that it's like your like song a, too. yeah yeah it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy right like mm-hmm. if you avoid it then you avoid getting the good score and then you avoid feeling good about it definitely and most of those songs are things that the majority of people avoid so yeah. once you get good at it it's like this. It's extra impressive. Yeah, yeah. or it's it like your ace in the hole. It's that's like my, your, that's my point. It's like your kind of better. your song. Yeah. So, yeah, which is great for tournaments. Yeah. And it's great for making you making yourself feel better if you're having a bad session. Totally. Just pull out something that everyone struggles with and like remind <laughs> yourself that you took the time to learn this. You know. Yeah. Uh, and for showing off. Yeah. And for showing yeah. off. Yeah, I think Roger said that in past episodes where it's like you don't want every song to just be. I think you used Dalton as an example. Like, 
you don't want to like be able to PFC every 18 because it looks like prey. Like yeah. you want to have some variety. Yeah, like, yeah. Like variety is the spice of life. I mean, you don't. Yeah, you just don't want like maybe some songs have turns. Maybe some songs have ten BPM changes. Maybe some songs have ten stops. Like I don't know. Like that's it's part of the fun. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I think it would be significantly more boring if there wasn't yeah. there wasn't these things to avoid or that you, that you do avoid. But then yeah, again, you play them and you're like, oh wait, this is good. Um, yeah. Which, yeah, Ben and I were talking the other day about uh, Pluto the First, particularly. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, yeah, when I was going through the 14s, trying to PFC everything, I avoided Pluto the First, which I think everybody does. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the least played 14. Yeah, everybody's just like, oh, this is garbage. It has, like, six stops in it. <laughs> but, like... And, and they're not good. Like, they're not necessarily, like, quote-unquote good stops. Oh, but you know it I mean? feels so good when you get them. Oh, yeah. Especially, yeah. I know. <laughs> especially the, the first one. The, like, weird, like... Like... It's a great song for... One of my favorite things with DDR is adding in Ghost Steps. Uh, and, and that kind of song is just perfect for making, like, your own routine to it. Mm-hmm. Which just makes those stops easy and it makes the song fun and then once you once the song is fun and the stops are easy then all of Pluto the first is fun because you like <laughs> remove the the difficulty to it but oh it, I'd say it's probably my favorite 14 Ooh, it's so fun hot take it is so fun. that's a pretty hot take it is really fun it's good so why do you guys think people avoid well you, you don't want to feel bad no one wants to feel bad. They yeah, want to acknowledge. I, 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 think, I think. What do you mean? Why, why does it feel bad? Because it feels someone bad else has you get a bad score, and you're like, ah, oh, that's bad. Someone else has accomplished it and put in the work. You mm-hmm. haven't, ah. so you don't want to acknowledge yourself. I haven't played Poochie fifty times, <laughs> so my record on it is a nine seventy or, or whatever it. the case is. I think they. I think the. In my, I agree with you, Ben. I think the the acknowledgement is the key, right? Like acknowledging somebody else. Like maybe you. Like I. I definitely have this problem. Like maybe. I think I'm X better than Y players, right? So it's like a pride thing. It's like, I okay, well, like, if like Dalton said, if I just have no score on I'll put it the first. Yeah, you can just I say, oh, worse. Yeah, yeah, I was just talking about this yeah. the other day with Roger. Like, I was like, I've never, I haven't played Fuji yet because I know I'm going to do terrible on exactly. it. Exactly. So I can just be yeah. like, yeah, it's I can like probably this. do it. Yeah, it won't yeah. be that bad. I'll play and get like a 970 or something. If, if yeah. you just tell yourself that you can do it and then don't do it, it, it still counts. It's easy. Yeah. yeah. It, it, you feel good about it. Yeah. I can do it on Step Mania. It's yeah. No big deal. Same, same thing. <laughs> so um, I was talking to the guys uh, about this a little bit earlier, but I think that a lot of players, especially like um, probably a lot of you who listen to this podcast, like you're all not not you're all, but a lot of you are centered around trying to triple A or full combo or PFC, like some 14, 15, 16 range. Like that seems to be because um, in life four, that's like a very popular, like normalized curve. Like it's like gold and cobalt and diamond, that right. whole area. Um, so we thought maybe we could talk about some strategies or I don't know how in the weeds we want to get guys, but like, um, we talk about that, that range, um, a couple songs that we personally avoided maybe and strategies for like how to tackle those songs. What do you guys think? I mean, yeah, there definitely are a lot that, I mean, I still haven't even sure done. Obviously talk about that too. Yeah. I mean, again, like I was talking to Ben the other day 
Um, cause that's all, you know, when your friend visits from halfway across the country, all you do is talk about GDR. <laughs> um, the same thing you talk about online. Yeah, exactly. All day. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were talking about the reason and I was like, yeah, I played it like a year and a half ago and I got two greats on it. Cause I just kind of guessed at the stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I could probably PFC this. But I haven't taken the time to like try and learn it <laughs> in Step Mania and like actually figure out what the stop is. The reason, oh yeah, um, okay. which like isn't it's not even that hard. I just like haven't done it because. I think <laughs> one of the most important things I've learned from we we recently got Ace four months ago or so, and where in Kentucky we didn't have anything between like Supernova and Ace. So the only way I could see any of these charts was Stepmania or YouTube videos. And any of the songs that I wanted to, to learn, I just watched repeatedly. And studying, even even things that don't have gimmicks, studying them is so important. But as far as avoiding songs, like I always just kind of thought Pluto was terrible. <laughs> I guess I still don't like it too much, but once you take the time to study and see, okay, here the BPM goes up five, here it goes up five, here it goes up five, here it goes down five, and learn things like that. It takes away some of the the stress and animosity of playing it and just, like, not understanding what you're doing wrong. And it, it really doesn't take that long to learn all these songs. Mm-hmm. And learning middle notes for things, uh, like, you know, like the Rocket Boost, kind of whatever you want to call it, and, like, Revolutionary Addict, mm-hmm. like, just, like, make a notepad on your phone and just say, like, okay, it's left, right, down, up, and that will help you forever. And it just helps eliminate like the, the problem areas in these songs that will always trip you up. That are reasons why people don't like playing songs. I think. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to June, actually a young player from SoCal. He's like 11, I believe. 12. Yeah. He has, he, I, I went to SoCal. I'm from SoCal. So I went home recently and, um, you know, like a few months ago played with him. Um, he had like, I believe on his iPad, Pages and pages of what you're describing, Ben. Like he pulled up Rev Addict. We he picked Rev Addict, and then he pulled up his sheet, and he had Expert and Challenge side by side. He had a snapshot. Oh wow! Of That's the awesome. arrows after the zoomies, mm-hmm. and just like show. He was just. I was just like, oh, "Are you gonna play on challenge?" And he's like, "Yeah." So I'm gonna play on challenge, and then he just shows me. Oh yeah, it's left, right, down, up, and then jump, up, right, jump. Yeah. And that kind of thing doesn't take a lot of effort. Yeah. But how much better is it to just spend so ten cool. seconds making that as opposed to playing it and messing it up and wasting a song? Yeah. I, I think that's also a reason why people avoid stuff is like, especially if you're at the arcade and you, you have a limited amount of time there, a limited amount of songs. There's other people in line. You don't want to play a song that you're you, you know you're not going to get your best score on. Like, you know, you're not going to PFC it or whatever, or right. you're not totally comfortable with it. That, like, people are like, I don't want to waste a song. I like, I don't know where the slowdown in, you know, I don't know how the slowdown goes in Starlight Fantasia Endorphins <laughs> mix or whatever. Um, yeah, that's a bad one. Yeah. Well, and that also has like a rocket freeze yeah. thing. I did the same thing yesterday. I played Valkyrie Dimension Difficult, and, you know, you've got like a minute before the song starts. I just pulled up my phone, opened up YouTube, and looked at the one rocket freeze in that. Yeah. And it just, Yep. It just eliminates, like, the stress of, like, knowing you're going to mess it up. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the lesson is just, like, do your homework. But, yeah, but studying but, is so Yeah, if, if you're not playing at the arcade, you can play 
you know, on Stepmania at home or watch YouTube videos. Yeah. Pretty much any of these charts is on YouTube. Yeah, I would. I, um, so I just have one fifteen left to PFC and it's in Dimian. So I've been like intently playing all the 15s. Um, and I, my mind keeps going to ace for aces, which Ben is like remarkably good at and had the world record for a sec. Um, I didn't get it. I was close to it. You were close to it? For like, I was close to it for like an hour and then Chris annihilated For sure. <laughs> um, and I was thinking like, how did I approach a song like Ace for Aces, which is just like so annoying for so many reasons. Um, and I think like, just to add on what other guys are saying, um, when, when yes, do your homework. And when you do do your homework, I would say like, it's all about breaking down the song into chunks. So like, I didn't play Ace for Aces end to end like repeatedly on semi or my machine at home. But what I did was like, I played the beginning slowdown like 50 times. And then I like was getting all marvelouses or fantastics. And then I was like, okay, I'm good. And then I would just like play other songs or just like, you know, lollygag, do whatever. Then come back to Ace Races and then like pick a different part. Okay, I'm going to focus on just the middle slowdown or whatever. So try that. Maybe that works for you. It works for yeah, me. Yeah, I think that's like the classic like sort of shit sandwich strategy right. where like you do, you know, you, <laughs> if, there's, if, there's something, if there's something you don't like, you know, you can put it between two things that you do like. <laughs> and then, you know, you'll have good emotions, you know, from the, the first song that you like and then play Pluto. Or Pluto the First, mm-hmm. or Habibe, or <laughs> you know whatever else that you're. And Timulele. Yeah, and then after that, play something else that you like, and it'll kind of make it feel better. Yeah, it doesn't feel as like frustrating to just keep playing stuff that sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and even when you're playing things that you like and you're practicing those, you're also getting better at those. Mm-hmm. Like you're. People it, forget it, that it's not De- yeah. it's not wasted yeah. time or whatever, and you're still like honing your skills as a player. Yeah, some like, of the most difficult sessions I've ever had have been like emotionally difficult. Have been when I go to the arcade, like, and I have specific goals, like I need to raise my score on all these songs that I hate, and then <laughs> I I play like you know three games full of songs that I hate, and I'm like, this sucks. No, I hate like, this I'm, I'm leaving. Yeah. But like, so you can't really just do that. Like yeah. you, you can't like swing too far into that direction. But I would say like, you know, mix it up. Don't just, uh, don't just stick to the stuff that you love, but you know, you, you got to put some stuff in there to just, uh, make it go down easier. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's fun though. It's like you, like you're going to impress yourself at some point. You can do it. You can go to the arcade and just play that one shitty. Yeah, thing sometimes you hate. It, it really you, depends on whether mood. you have a yeah, uh, it's like a, a reserve of like yeah. happiness juice. It's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Totally. It depends for me too on yeah. how recently I've got other scores that I'm happy yeah. with. Like if I had like That's a true. killer session, I'm fine with just like working on terrible stuff the next time. Yeah. If I don't feel like I'm like due for some kind of it big... is yeah it is like a reservoir you have to fill. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm just what? thinking, like, I've, sorry, I just played, like, thir- like, I literally have gone to the arcade and played only in Dimian and left. Oh, man. Yeah, I was doing that when I was trying to get, like, Pluto, Pluto or Chaos. Yeah. Like, I went and played, like, three sets of Chaos and didn't get it. I was like, nope, today is not my day. Another yeah. thing to remember about sessions like that, if you do have big, grindy sessions, is even if you don't achieve your specific goal, you're still undoubtedly better at the song mm-hmm. than you were before. So... So, like, Adam 
tweeted last night, Adam Styles, an incredibly good player, that he he PFC Delta Max expert for like his 18th, 17, which is insane. Uh, and he played it, I think he said about 25 times in a row. And on the fourth try, he got 43 and a miss. I think he said it was a pad. And played it another 20 times and got it. So if he'd only played it 15 more times and, and hadn't got it, he still would be way better at the song than he would mm-hmm. would have been ahead of time. And he said he used those tries to experiment with different speed mods and using boost and and some things like that. So I think that's a good way to look at, you know, if, if you're if you're playing a song repeatedly and keep having difficulties, try mixing it up. Go up 0.25x. Go down 0.25x. Try a, a turn mod something because that kind of breaks up yeah. the monotony a little bit. Play a mirror, but you're still yeah. getting muscle memory and and learning. Yeah, Rod's syncing Ro- and everything. Roger plays on mirror quite a bit, right? Yeah, it's really just kind of essential to my play style. I feel like I definitely, for songs that I don't know very well, like, and I want to be good at them, I play them on mirror usually first so that I don't develop mental blocks on, like, the default chart. Mm. And then a lot of times I'll go back and I'll play it on the normal chart, which is, like, the opposite of what I used to do with mirror is, like, I had a mental block on something, and then I put it on mirror to undo it. But, you know, you can kind of do it proactively, too. And I, I it, it really helps just to kind of just throw your yourself off and... Yeah, yeah. Mi- just mix it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, Cytokinesis was another one of those ones that, like, I avoided for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, I played it when Ace kind of first came out, and I was like, ooh, this is kind of challenging. And then I was like, oh, I'll learn it later. I'll I'll learn it later. That's I'll, what I do. I'll learn it yeah. later, and then two two years later, I was like, I should learn this yeah. now. <laughs> but then, like when I did, it was like so satisfying to like be able to do it. It's fun to nail that run. Yeah it it it's one yeah it's a very satisfying like it's so much more satisfying to do these challenging songs rather than it is like something getting like a good score on a straightforward thing like in one or two tries. It, like, still feels good. Well, there's kind of a middle ground. There's, like, if you it's get... It's like it, fast food. Well, but if, if, if you get a good score in your first, like, one or two tries of a song, like, that feels really good. And then if you if you get a really good score after, like, 30 tries of a song, like, that feels really good. It's kind of the in-between stuff that you're just kind of <laughs> like... It's like, oh, yeah, I played the song six times, and it's, like, not impressive either way. <laughs> I mean, it depends on the song, but it's just kind of like, yeah, it's, that's a reasonable amount of tries you know another thing that um yeah i'm just like it's it's actually really fun like going through um like memories of getting these like hard like these really satisfying payoffs um a lot of the times i've actually been playing with really good players and like i remember when i got blew my mind uh expert um that was with chris like basically trying to convince me to play it on 1.75x and me refusing because it's like way too fast for me. That's pretty fast. It's really fast. Like six, six. Uh, How did that work out for you? I mean, I got eight. <laughs> but like, but the idea is like, if you're stuck on something and you've been banging your head against the wall, you can just like, you if you're at the arcade or I mean, we all have the internet, right? You're listening to this through the internet. Like, just post in Discord. Like, hey, trying to do this. How? Like, what do you guys recommend? And then like, just get other random opinions from other players that have been through that challenge and they could try to unblock you as well. So social approach works too. You wouldn't believe just, I mean, I'm sure you would, but how deep deep DDR strategy is. Uh, Roger and I got dinner last night with Hudson who shared just an amazing piece of insight 
regarding crossovers and difficult parts of songs that, like, I've played DDR for, like, 17 years. Yeah, a long time. 17 years. (laughs) And I have just played DDR. I've completely obsessed over DDR for the majority of my life. And he was talking about uh, difficult patterns, specifically uh, possession challenge, Mm -hmm. the big, brutal, you know, of course, crossover run that goes into the uh, Scoobies, I believe, in the bracket, or not bracket, but the jump, whatever you want to do at the end, Uh, and and saying uh, that the technique for doing those quick crossovers is uh, think in your head that the speed of, like, he, you know, possession is 360 BPM. He was saying pretend it's 400 because you're having to move your foot farther on a crossover, a crossover and back than you are from, like, a right to an up. So if you think that it's faster and try to go faster... Since it's a farther distance, it all it all works out, and I think Roger and I have both just like thought about this, yeah, just, <laughs> like I, he, for hours. Ever the, since. the reason he mentioned is is because he said that a lot of timing players, what they do is they get so used to to moving their feet like the same amount of distance between each note because mm-hmm. they want to get marvelous, right? They right. they want to like make sure they always get like the on beat judgment. And, like, if your timing is really good, a lot of times what happens is, like, difficult patterns are very hard for you to do because you are so used to stepping so regularly. And, like, your your movements are so, like, tight and regular that, like, when it, when it comes time to you having to do something where you need to put, like, 110% of your, like, effort into it, like, where you need to move very quickly from the left arrow to the to the right arrow, like, all across the pa- the panel, and, like, you you need to, like, put more effort into it. Yeah. And you need to, like, mm-hmm. the timing of that is going to be different than, like, if you're doing, like, a left-down drill. That's, like, you're not moving. You're really just not moving. Yeah. But, like, if you're doing left-down-right, like, you yeah. have to move your foot it way faster. It takes longer for your foot to get to the other arrow. So, and for some reason, happens. I heard him say that, I was like... I've just never thought of yeah, this. Yeah, me neither. And how is it possible that I've never thought about this? It's possible that maybe I'm subconsciously doing it sometimes when I'm executing these patterns like correctly, but it's it like when I'm when I'm doing that, it's almost an accident, right? It's like, "Oh, I'll just right. I'll just try and do this and sometimes I'll get it, sometimes I won't." But like these are the kinds of like things that you know, if you hear someone say, like just remember it forever because right. now every time I see a crossover that's a 16th note run. I'm thinking to myself, okay, do this fast. Me too. Thank you for perfectly elucidating my point. Because that's like, like, you think I've ever thought about that? Like, I've done, I've been playing for like 18 years. I've never thought about it's, that. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So, like, that's exactly yeah. what I mean. Like, and if you just talk to players who, I, w- I would say Hudson is much better than me. And, like, great. Like, I learned something new from Hudson tonight. And it's like, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is, this is what you should do. You should There just has to be out. countless strategies for things yeah. like yeah. that. I mean, yeah. And so I, just from watching them play a few sets yesterday, oh, yeah. I learned, like, five things. It, I thought I knew, like, just about everything about DDR as far as technique and yeah, stuff really like cool. that. And it's just, super cool. One thing that's related to that, and this is not super related to the topic that we're talking about, but watching players used to be so important. Like, whenever I started playing, like, all I did whenever I saw someone who was good at the arcade and they were playing, like, like if I saw, like, Kevin Bodie playing at the arcade or I saw, like you know, the good Kentucky players, I would sit there and just, like, analyze what they were doing and, like, imagining, like, okay, like, how how can I, like, position my body, like, the way they're doing or hold the bar the way they're doing it? And, like, now we all have phones, 
So when you're at the arcade and you're waiting in line, you're staring at Twitter or Discord or iMessage or whatever, and you're not looking at the at the player who's playing and they're destroying something. You know, like you're just like you're glancing over there every once in a while and seeing, you know, once they've gotten a great, you just stop. You look at your phone, right? Like that's what you do. Yeah. But you're not sitting there staring at what they're doing, trying to absorb it. And I, like, I'm mentioning this because I think I need to get back into that, where I need to just stop looking at my telephone and look at people who are like mm-hmm. better than me at doing things that I want to do. People do that in everything too. I mean, people break down like a basketball player the way they dribble. Yeah. Just the same way we would break down the way someone brackets sure. some some part of a song. Well, your friendly neighborhood brain scientist here letting you know that there are actually neuropsychological or neurophysiological components. Like you have these things called mirror neurons. So yeah, when you watch people do stuff, it uh, you know makes you want to do that thing too. In general, I think that the architecture of the human brain is designed to copy things. That's all humans do. Yeah. You want to like copy copying things something that's successful. Yeah, yeah your brain exactly. just recognizes it. It's yeah. successful. Yeah. So, so either way, you're you're still learning and adapting, right. whether you're For sure. conscious of it or not. Or yeah. watching someone pick a speed <laughs> mod that you wouldn't use and being like, oh, yeah, that's the right choice. I should have done that. Yeah. It's a lot more than just form. Even songs, like watching someone play a song that you never would play. Like, plus it, it it's just encouraging to people. Yeah. yeah. Well, in addition to learning specific tech from these player, you know, really good players. I think we've all probably had experiences of playing with good players, and you kind of try a little bit harder. You totally do. Yeah, and, that's yeah. that's very important, you too. You totally do. Because uh, you... I, I don't think people explicitly say it, but you're trying to impress them. Yeah, definitely. Like, if I'm playing with Chris... Yeah. I'm trying to impress Chris. I want to get that fave. Oh, my God. Sarah, Sarah was, like, all up in my face because she beat me by one EX on, like, a song. <laughs> and she was, like, like gloating and just, like, I was, like, yeah, you got it. Like, you, you did it. And, yeah. like, I felt really good about it. Like, like I was really happy that she, she beat me on a song. It's yeah. Like, it feels Like, it feels good for me, too, because we play together a lot. It's yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, in Kentucky, there's not, not a huge DDR scene <laughs> yet, but I, I either basically play alone or I play with Kevin Bodie who is like one of the best players ever. Yeah. <laughs> and the difference in effort from playing alone and playing with Kevin is just unbelievable. I mean I'll come home with like ten new scores when I'm playing with Kevin because Yeah, it's he's incredible. And it happened to me last night when I was playing with Hudson. Yeah. Yeah. Every song oh, yeah, I played I, Yeah, thanks. Um Every song I played, I was getting a you know a PB on. It was yeah, you I was act, like, wait, you actually got to make every, sure, every got to make sure song. that Hudson knows that I don't suck. I think I think you had six songs in a row where every single one was a PB, and oh, most of them were sick. like huge PBs, like 15k on like an 18 or something yeah. like that. Ro- Ro- yeah, Rod- Roger doesn't want to brag, but he got his first 17. Yeah, yeah I got I got possession last night, so uh, hopefully there's there's more coming along the way. Playing with Hudson. Yeah, yeah. although Hudson was playing challenge, and he like. Destroyed, (laughs) like you do, yeah. Um, Cool. Anybody have any other thoughts? I mean, mean, there's a lot. We could just keep talking forever. Yeah. I mean, or any other, any other. We're just talking about random stuff specifically. Yeah. I mean, we kind of. I I think as far as like the stuff that you avoid, I think we earlier we were kind of concentrating on gimmick songs, and we've talked a lot about gimmick songs. Yeah. And like why you should play them and why you should, you know why it makes sense to study but there are also songs that you probably are weak on that don't have gimmicks and that you just avoid them and like what do you do about those you know like for instance 
I Suck at Drills. And there's songs like Engraved Mark, which is just all it does is just mm, drills. And so I, I look at that song and I, I scroll over I scroll over it and I'm like, ah, I should play that, but I don't. And the reason I don't is because I think that I'm gonna gonna suck at it. And I think that you know, like the difference between me and the rest of you guys is that you got you three seems to have conquered the ability to like conquer the sort of like the self-doubt where you just you try and do this shit no matter what like even if you have a bad score on it or whatever and i'm kind of interested personally in like how you like get over the the feelings of like oh i'll I'll just never be able to do this or like i historically i've i've like sort of messed this up so many times that i don't think it's ever going to happen or something like that I mean, it, do you even think that anymore? I personally, I mean, it, it sounds cliche and corny, but like, but you can do it. Yeah. Like you, you can do that song. You yeah, can obviously. do all the drills. Like it's just, and, and, and just, just play it, just keep playing it and try different things. You know, like for drills specifically, like I used to just kind of like focus on the first arrow and the last arrow and just try to like make those line up and like. My technique now is, like, focus on, like, the quarter notes. You know, like, every, like, five arrows or whatever. And just, like, try different things and see what works. And, and, I mean, again, it sounds cliche, but just, like, just don't think that you can't do it because you can. Yeah. Like, so, you can do with anything with DDR. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the thing that I try to remind myself of, it's like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, it's just, it's DDR, right? It's not the hardest game in the world. Maybe it is, actually, but... <laughs> it, it, might be, yeah, it might be. Endemian yeah. Challenge. Every time I, 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 I say that to myself, I remember Endemian Challenge. Yeah. I'm like, uh, actually, it could or be. This, could, this literally I mean... could be the hardest thing <laughs> anyone has ever done. But, yeah, it's 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 difficult. I think the emotional component of the weaknesses thing is a, is a hard one, is a hard nut to crack. So, it, so do you... Do you have past examples of something that you thought you couldn't do and then you did? Do you, do, I think do you, so. Do you have those memories of, typi- of like... Typically, typically, it's not a situation where I have trouble with something and then I figure out how to do it and then I do it. It's like I have trouble with something, I ignore it for a really long time, and then I come back to it and I magically can just do it. And there was no, like, no period at which I, like, ever conquered the thing. I think that it's... Thing. Just the middle aspect of it. Yeah. You know, any anytime you think you can't do it, you're not thinking about doing it correctly. You know, it's just it's just the, the doubt and stuff, and you're not ever going to be able to make yourself not think that. But just go into it different different ways. Just try stepping lighter. Try stepping heavier. Try yeah. try one arm on the bar. Try just try different things, and, and and something will work better. And whenever something works better try that with something else again and eventually you'll figure out what works for you i think it comes down to confidence like i think it's like how do you gain confidence um you have to figure that that's like a personal question. yeah i mean it's definitely like a complex issue yeah Yeah. and i I think it starts there like and you know sometimes people laugh but sometimes people know that i'm serious like i'm trying to be the best player in the world and like that's my goal and so like if i don't try to PFC all the 18s at some point or all the 17s and all the 16s, then I can't be the best player in the world. So it's like I'm hitting a wall where like I'm not meeting like the bare minimum requirements for like what it takes to be the best player. Like I'm not satisfied. 
And so, like, I see every incremental step in trying to be the best player in the world as, like, a step in that journey. Like, every, like Ben's saying, uh, like Ben was saying earlier, anytime I go to the arcade and I get a single uh, score that's, like, better than the score I had on it. What's that or, called? Um, or, <laughs> or, <laughs> if I go to the arcade like I have in the past and I've played Endymion Difficult, like, yeah. 30 times and nothing has happened, like, I literally did not get a single score improvement, then both of those sessions to me are, like, equally good because I feel like I'm getting better as a player. You're still playing DDR. It's, a, yeah, and it's I'm having memory. fun. It's exercise. I'm getting exercise. It's I talked to, I saw my friends. Sink. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, like, I mean, so, I think the lesson probably just boils down to you so just got to do it anyway. Well, <laughs> another thing I do just with sharing like what yeah, you're with right. goals a lot is is it, I think it's important to focus on stepping stones, and people get like really focused on like one specific goal, and you just like fi- like when I first started playing Ace down in Nashville, I was like obsessed with the idea of like PFCing a seventeen. It's like all I cared about. And here, like a year and a half later, I still haven't PFC to 17, but I don't really care too much about it anymore. And I've focused on just a variety of other goals. And I think that that not just focusing on one specific thing and just kind of playing, mm-hmm. you end up surprising yourself a lot mm-hmm. more. And it takes off some of the mental pressure of like, I need to do this exact thing. And if I don't do this exact thing, the day was a failure. And if instead you just work on like, okay, well... I want to improve some 15 scores or I want to just play some stamina stuff. If, if you spread things out a little bit, you're much less likely to get frustrated and, and fail in whatever your, your goal is. And, mm-hmm. and I was talking with my friend Omar about it uh, earlier. Well, I guess yesterday going back and forth between goals with, uh, you know, like harder difficulty songs and, and easier difficulty songs. And you kind of get more of like stamina aspect and technique aspect. And then, like the timing aspect and stuff. And if you go back and forth, your like overall skill set keeps improving mm-hmm. and you're forgetting things that you worried about with 18s. Like, Oh, I, I can't do, I can't get this score on this 18. Well, you come back to it two months later, like you're probably not going to remember that. Mm-hmm. So it's easier to kind of get over some of those yeah, and- deals and, and any stamina improvements going to help. Um, any like getting used to sync, slow down practice. I mean, no matter what you do, any, anything you play is going to, ultimately make you better as long as you're having fun yeah I mean, and even if, even, if you're not. even if you're not having yeah. fun you're also still getting better that's true yeah Whether you like i it think or not. that's an that's another question about like the whole weaknesses thing it's like you know what what is fun like why are you doing this and like mm-hmm. you're omi was just talking about how like you know he wants to be the best and like that is like the attitude that you have to have if you want to be really, really, really good, yeah, and y- you can't just have fun. Like yeah. it's not, it's not yeah. written in like scripture that Chris Chike is the one true yeah. DDR player. Like he's just a really cool, nice dude yeah. that is really good at DDR. And because that's he's, it, because he's put in a lot of he's put the in effort. so much effort, like yeah. more than anybody else, and like it shows. It shows that he puts in all that effort, and like that's. If that's like Roger was saying, like or starting to say, yeah. If that's your journey, do it. If that's what's fun for you, do it. Like join me, right? Like we all want to compete. That's why I fly to tournaments. I want to prove to myself that I'm X, you know, at X tier, right? Yeah. 
And like, if that's you too, great. But if it's not, and you just want to like exercise and like do that, yeah, like, it's just what you want to get out of the game. Yeah, what pushes just, you? Yeah, mess around. Yeah, I, I, the the way the reason I was talking about that is like you know, like why should you play these songs that you don't want to play? Like. Mm-hmm. You should play them if you want to get better. Right. If you don't care about getting better, then that's fine. But, like, by default, I think on this show, we, in generally, we assume that everyone who's listening wants to get better and, like... Yeah. But, I mean, I also... I mean, we touched on it earlier that sometimes you you avoid a thing, but then once you learn it, you realize it's fun. Yeah. And it's, yeah. And it's fulfilling. It expands the game. I mean, you get yeah. more content if you're not ignoring songs. Yeah. I mean, like, Osaka, like, you look at it and you're like, man, this song has, like, 20 BPM changes. And then, like, you play, like, I love playing Osaka. It's super fun. Oh, Ben does not like playing Osaka. <laughs> oh, I hate this song. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I mean, I don't hate playing Osaka, but I wouldn't say it's super fun. But still, your, point, I, I, your point's a good one. I, I think it is. it is very satisfying to keep a gold combo through BPM changes like that. Yeah. Like, every time it changes and you're like, I still didn't get a great yet. Well, or, or, you know, anybody, yeah. you know, I didn't get a miss or, you know, whatever it may Dude, be for whatever level me. you're at. Well, like, I like Tokyo, so. Oh. <laughs> I, th- I think Tokyo Evolves good. I like it. One yeah. thing I will say about gimmicks and things is it seems like Konami is increasingly throwing crazier and crazier gimmicks and slowdowns and BPM changes and yeah. things into the mix. Yeah. So it's I mean, not look, going away. It's not going away. Right. And <laughs> I mean look at Pursuer versus Orca. Orca is oh my God. way, way more complex and difficult. And a lot of people avoid Pursuer now because they don't want to they don't want to handle BPM changes. So I mean if, if they're if they're ramping stuff up, you gotta you gotta figure it out and get with it if you want to be competitive on things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, not even competitive, but just if you want to. Competitive in a sense of... Oh, yeah, yourself. Caring about score, yeah, improving yeah, your, yeah. your own score. Yeah. Um, well, if we don't have anything else to touch on on this, we had some questions for Ben um, from people on Twitter. Didn't necessarily have to be about Life 4. Ben, if you don't know, I, I don't know how you wouldn't know, but Ben is the man behind uh, the Life 4 ranking system and merch. and One of the people. One of the people. The main... The main man himself, um, founder, we may say. So we got some questions, particularly a lot pertaining to um, Life 4. So uh, Caesar R, Big C 927 on Twitter said, with Dan Mode being introduced in A20, um, which actually that is, we didn't even, that didn't exist last episode that we did, right? I don't think, I don't think we so. talked about the Don Courses. The Don Courses, yeah. We knew that they were coming, but now they're out. Um so right now it it only goes up to eighth dawn, yeah, I believe, and it's like three sixteens and then like possession, mm-hmm. um, business, Nageki, and PSMO. God, I want those courses so bad. Yeah, so yeah, yeah they're, I'm, they're, I'm really excited for that. <laughs> so mm-hmm. bad. Yeah, we don't really know how the the life bar works for sure yet. It it's like a gold life bar, and it seems to like go down slower, but also go up slower. Maybe I don't know. Well, my starts ha- full too, right? Yeah, it starts full. So we might have to experiment with it a little bit. Um, analyze it and see. It it doesn't seem as hard as I thought it would be. I thought it would be a much stricter life bar. I saw someone post that it takes like forty five misses. Yeah, something like that in to a fail row. from full, which is a lot. Yeah, I kind of wish it would be a little bit more challenging. But I mean, we have yet to see what, yeah, we, what the higher. Well, you know, like I don't I don't know how the dawn courses really work in two DX, but like, how high does it go? goes to essentially 12. Yeah, okay. So 
Like and, there, and the, the max difficulty is right. So the the max difficulty in two DX is twelve. Twelve. Yeah, but and but does there, that have anything to do with there, the, the number of dawn courses? There's a huge so. there's a huge variation in twelves though, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we, yeah which yeah. is not the case in DDR really. Yeah. Like it's, like, um, it, Kaiden is like you can be Kaiden without even like passing all the twelves, right? Definitely. Yeah, you just have to pass the four twelves in Kaiden. Yeah, but I mean, skill wise, like those aren't like four of the hardest 12s. Mm. Are they? Mm. They're, I mean, they're pretty they're, hard. They're pretty hard. Okay, yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. But see, in 2DX, it's... Well, I guess in DDR also, like, there's clear skill and score skill. Mm-hmm. Like, the way that they're doing the courses in DDR in A20, it, they're showing you the score. Like, like I see people... Like, I see how they drew the score. Like, if you get a perfect, it's still minus 10 points, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like... Like, the 2DX courses are not like that. Mm. 2DX courses are simply a final grade. Like, they're just trying to measure whether or not you can keep your life bar up mm-hmm. the entire time. And if it ever goes down, you drop out of the course. Yeah, so, so, so e- even... It's a little different. I think even if, like, Chudin or Kaiden for DDR are... Yeah. If they're not super hard to pass, at least for, like... I mean, they'll still be 18s and maybe 19s or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like, but it's not going to be this extra. It's not going to be any harder to pass those songs in a dawn course than it would be. Like the life bar is not any harder Correct. than it would be like playing normally. It just like it carries over between songs. I'm unfortunately I'm not, I'm not too familiar with the class mode in 2DX because I only usually do it once and then I never touch it again. <laughs> yeah, um, but but I mean the, the, the life bar the life yeah. bar is certainly harder in 2DX than it is the normal life bar, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So in 2DX you can select different life bars. There's like you can do like normal, easy, hard, extra hard, etc. And like I believe the Don one is on hard. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Anyways, brief brief sidebar there about the the Don courses, which I guess we've TLDR. Brought. Give us a twenty. Yeah, we should have talked about it at the beginning, but it's it, fine. Yeah, but they'll. So I guess the way that this works with other music games too is that when a new version comes out or whatever, they'll release the Don courses up to like eighth Don or whatever, and then like in a month or two, they'll release like the rest of them, or at least like ninth, tenth, and then like two Don cut in. Uh, I'm kind of interested to see what they're they're gonna call it. In English, like whether they translate it to oh, something like yeah, you know, right, like, like dance right. master course or something. Yeah, yeah, because it was like what dr- drill drill dance, courses, dance, dance drills drill. was like back in X or whatever. Yeah, yeah, corn lord, <laughs> corn lord. <laughs> uh, that'd be great. Oh, yeah, because yeah, I mean, a lot of the text and stuff is in Japanese. Right. I'm um, just uh, ha- if there are four more levels past sixteen, 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 seventeen. Yeah, it. It could get just brutal. It's gonna get nasty. Yeah, if it's and all it, if it's it, all nineteens. I wonder. Like, so here's yeah. What I'm thinking is, will they maybe change the scoring or the life bar to life four in the later ones to make it more strict and then just do like eighteens? No, I don't. Are uh, they gonna keep it I, I like the, the grade? I think the life bar will judge. be the same. But okay. what I was saying earlier is that even if they're relatively relatively easy to pass for you know higher end these hiring people who can pass it i think that it is kind of cool that it's that people aren't necessarily just going to be looking at passing but at scoring exactly which, yeah. is, I think which is cool that that's cool for ddr for sure is there any kind of leaderboard i think there's just there's just, just world area machine yeah for uh, the courses it's saved yeah. like for that yeah yeah i think that's a shame 
I yeah, agree. It, could, it could be super, super agree, super wish that there was like top ten, even yeah, even like I'll I don't know, I would take any even just a number top ranking, end. like what number you are. Oh, that would be just cool. totally some, something. I mean, mobile like like crappy mobile games have leaderboards like that. Yeah, um, yeah, it's not hard. It's just a little query they could do. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I I'm not sure why that that would be the case, but it's it's also possible that the later song, the later courses could introduce, like, exclusive songs that only exist in those courses or mm-hmm. something. Or maybe the the Kaiden course has the 20 in it or something. What yeah. about something like one song having a life for aspect? Maybe that's kind of probably unlikely, but something like mods, you know? Yeah. I don't know if they would consider something like that, but... I mean, they yeah. didn't extreme. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So it's like... You never know. Anyway, um, Caesar's question was, uh, with Dawn Mode being introduced in A20, I'm curious about how much influence other measures of skills in other music games, uh, such as the Dawn Mode and 2DX Sound Voltex, Volf Horse and Sound Sound Voltex, Skill Points and Gitadora, etc., had in the creation of Life 4, if Um, if any. Basically none. Uh, I've never played on any competitive level any other Bomani game. At all, and I, I really had no idea how Dawn courses worked. Besides, it was like a, a, a pass for song kind of thing. I would say, if anything, this was kind of made to be like what that isn't, like an overall, you know, judge of skill uh, instead of just a specific, clear four songs. Because I think most of us can agree that just isn't the best way of of measuring DDR skill. Um, just timing is just. I think, I mean, once again, I don't know a lot about 2DX, but I think timing is much more important for DDR than just passing. Um, whereas with 2DX, I think passing is a lot more important, so the, the Dawn yeah, courses make so much sense. So much insanely harder. Yeah, yeah it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. But no, no, I, I didn't know anything about it. I still don't know much about it. But. <laughs> um, Hamlet EJ on Twitter says, um, how can systems like Life 4 be used to help newer players have goals and direction while trying to learn the game? Uh, right now, it primarily gets experienced players who were familiar with the community. I think that it can definitely be expanded to to kind of be more welcoming to new players. Um, I'd say typically, like, the brand new players uh, aren't a part of, like, the full DDR community yet. Like, they might not be aware of, of the big... Uh, competitive community or you know even aware of things like step mania they're just getting into it so i think it's kind of hard to reach people like that that just aren't aware of 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 how of how things work because once you get to a certain level you know if you're playing ones and twos you probably don't care too much about like a ranking system but once you start getting up to to fives and sixes and things and and regarding the system specifically you start getting into wood and, and bronze and, and things like that but but there are definitely ways that can be expanded i think most of it is just letting people know that it exists so they have some sense of direction if they're wanting mm-hmm. any kind of guide as opposed to just playing for fun but i think a lot of people who just start out are, just are playing for fun and they maybe don't want to be hit with with you know, go for this score and go for this that they yeah. just are trying to, you know, pass pass a song or just play stuff they like or find new songs they like or whatever. So yeah, um, at Tungjin Yotham on Twitter said you've been a prolific 
SDP Maniac on uh, DDR Extreme Pro before Kentucky finally achieved salvation, <laughs> which I assume means getting ace. Uh, what do you feel are underrated skills that transfer from mastering those old DDR mixes to DDRA? Are there interesting dichotomies between older and newer players and their skill sets? Oh, I think so, definitely. I mean, I would say just about every old school player is better at slowdowns than the newer players. Um specifically for me where I was stuck with extreme for like 700 years, you know, you start playing stuff like Oni courses and things that like no one else is playing anymore, which is forced one X, no mods uh, for people who aren't aware. And one X vivid, uh, one X vivid. Uh, but it, it's great practice for, for slowdowns and harder stuff too. Uh, I think that with older mixes too, there were a lot more like sinking errors and drifting issues and things. So, I would say players who started with older mixes are a little more aware of, of things like that. But yeah, new players all seem to have like unlimited stamina and they can crush like super hard stuff, but they struggle with like gimmicky slowdowns and easy things. So, I mean, I think the dichotomy is, is pretty obvious there, but playing on the older mixes that, that are have tighter timing windows, just they help you with easier stuff. And How, how do you think like, back in the day with older players like it took us a lot longer to get better whereas now it's like wow this person started playing two months ago and now they're passing 16s whereas like that used to take well, i mean maybe my perception of time is off but that used to take like years. no it, 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 took, took, it took a long time and it's real we just didn't have anyone to look at yeah and it just wasn't as clear back then and plus and like, there weren't any songs yeah i mean there's like the six was like ceiling, psmo yeah the like ceiling was songs. PSMO. yeah 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 i mean so that that's kind of my question though is like do you think that because it took longer that people like these older school people like picked up different skill like they they spent more time focused on those things on like easier songs and weren't necessarily just going for passing passing the tens it was more so that there were just a way higher percentage of easier stuff like you know, DR Extreme has what, like 250, 255 charts on, on Heavy and Oni, and like six of them are like true boss songs, you know? <laughs> so you just didn't have the majority of stuff you played was easy stuff. Unless you just want to play Max 300 like every single song all day long, which then you would die because nobody had stamina. Yeah, then, then you <laughs> just have to play other things. And then, you know, the speed mods on Extreme are, are, are much there's just not as many of them so you have to get used to playing stuff too slow or too fast and that just all kind of helped you know now where you can pick whatever you want like if you can't read it at the right speed mod then like you know like i i can i can play a song on like 300 bpm and get like base like not the the same score but like close as i would on like 600 just because like i played shit on 2x on extreme for like a million years you know yep yep happened to me today with insertion yeah, because I'm used to playing like I don't I have. Why would I play insertion on Ace? So I just like PFC <laughs> it and I never played it again. So you have like 43 on it. Or yeah, something. I, I, had, I, had, I had 30. I think I had 36 or 39 or something. And then um, it's one of the qualifiers for a Cleveland tournament coming up um, May 4th. Nice. Mistake on the Lake, uh, hosted by Steve. Um, yeah, so it's one of the qualifiers. So I I was like, wait, I gotta find my speed mod on this. I put on mm-hmm. 4x and I got eight. So it's like I went from like thirty something to eight just because I'm so used to playing it on two X. But that's what I'm saying. Like on extreme, 
I'm not going to play Insertion on 3X on Extreme. It's way too fast. That's what I played it at, but, yeah, but it, like you have to, fast. like, know. Oh, yeah. You have to I know mean, it. Yeah, Thankfully, exactly. the ending is pretty, like. But I totally simple. agree with but you. But still, yeah. I totally it's, agree with it's, you. It's like, nuts. Yeah. I, do. Yeah, I mean, there's all. I mean, like, most people agree, like, any, like, 200 BPM song, even, like, one, one like, 80 or 190, you play a 180 BPM song on 3X on Extreme, like, that was it insane. is a fast song. That's insane. Yeah. And, and we're, we're talking so, about 3.5 nowadays. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you played on 2 on Extreme, which is 360, which is like a zillion BPM slower than everyone reads, and you just get used to it. Yep. yep. So Totally agree. Yeah, I think having those limitations made people better. Mm-hmm. Um, that, yeah, you had yep. to read slower, so you kind of got used to it. Um, and then ITG came along where you could... Pick whatever speed mod you want, and people got too comfortable with it, including myself. (laughs) And now I'm like, I have to read everything at 650 BPM, please. (laughs) Um, So since the last time we spoke, um, Ben, uh, Life 4 announced Trials, where, speaking of also Dawn courses, Trials are kind of similar. We did it first, Konami. Yeah, it's this genius idea we had, right? (laughs) Yeah. That... uh, Four songs in a row, and you get an overall score oh, for the four songs. Interesting. Um, what a concept! But <laughs> yeah, they, they've been a lot of fun. They're they're difficult. I've been enjoying them a lot. Omita's some incredible scores on them. <laughs> Thanks, man. They recently just got all so amethysted, fun. whatever you want to call it, yeah. uh, where every single trial has the highest rank earned on them. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So on that topic. Uh, I guess for the rest of us, I, or maybe I'm excluded because I, help, I, I helped come up with <laughs> yeah, some of these too. But um, Max Ninja 9 on Twitter says, with Life 4 Trials giving players a chance to try out fan-made courses with track scoring, uh, what songs would you choose for a new Life 4 Trial and what would you name it? Oh, Omid and or Roger. Hmm. If, if, you, if you had an idea for a trial... And it's not like Ben and I spent like hours and hours <laughs> thinking of this and tweaking them and and using thesource.com to come up with names. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys just have to think about it on the fly really quick. <laughs> sure, I'll give you one. Um, I want to do a course called Happiness, and it's going to be Happy Lucky Yappy. I'm so happy. <laughs> Blew my mind. And Tokyo Evolved Type 3. You're not going to put happy in there? <laughs> no. Tokyo Evolved Type 3. Just happy really throwing for a loop. I know everybody was expecting happy, but Tokyo 3. <laughs> Tokyo 3. I, I'm really into, like, themes as far as, like, the metagame is concerned. I think it would be cool to have a course that was based totally around songs that are super off sync. <laughs> totally. Um, or something like totally. that. Where, I like that. You know, you're not just testing, like, you, it's, where it's not just, like, a, you know, a, like, a, an aesthetic based on the name, but it's also, like, all these songs are incredibly early or they're incredibly late. So yeah, I, take... I, I had tried to, I was, like, pushing to come up with one that was, like, all crossover songs. Like, I, because I was like, man, I just want to put Vanessa in one of these courses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But... <laughs> Yeah, I tried it a lot. It never fleshed out yet, but well, God. I I think we just couldn't find enough other songs that had crossovers necessarily. Yeah, or, or that didn't quite fit. So here's one. It's hard to but, find. But, a I, I, but that doesn't have a, an outlier that just like yeah. wrecks the whole thing. I I think yeah, I think having more of the trials be based on 
uh, like skill sets rather versus than names versus and, yeah. name yeah, or, yeah, or cover art or what like you know did we cover end up, art's a big yeah yeah we put like eight 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 in Inhuman <laughs> yeah, in, just yeah. <laughs> just because it has like a scary looking demon guy and on we it. were thinking like Nageki even though it's just kind of like this like dude dude with difficult oh, oh, to notice oh, ominous dude with a sword or whatever yeah um, or like oh yeah New New York evolved because it has a skeleton in it that's <laughs> <laughs> what well, the original Inhuman had like. New York evolved and like happy lucky yippee or whatever in it. It's oh like yeah, because it's a like skeleton. Because like this like <laughs> super happy like you know slug thing. <laughs> yeah. Um. Maybe our next episode can be on what a yep yippee is. Yeah. How do you say it? Does anyone know? They, don't they say in the background yippee at one point and yeah. then like? So is it happy lucky yippee? I think it's just kind of like yippee. Like I don't know. We need to ask Jared, our, our happy, lucky, yippee specialist. <laughs> he would know. <laughs> or a linguist. Um, I think that we're, we're running a little long here, so we'll move on to our uh, tap set of the week, um, where we give you recommendations for oh man for some songs to play. You I can wonder play, if there's a theme this time. You can play them all in, in one set together and share your scores with hashtag tap set of the week. And we'll uh, retweet you and or shout you up, shout you out on the show. Uh, yeah, so we had some people that played uh, the Taps of the Week last week. We had uh, Sylph01 at G4Cube. Um, the set was Strayed Cats, Wake Me Up, Rising Firehawk, and The Wind of Gold, which were uh, all songs that got re-rated except for Wind of Gold, which is just appropriate for DDR20. Yeah. Um, and we had Ash Astral, who makes our intro and outro music. Um, played it and got all up scores, but still really need to PFC straight, straight cats. Uh, what, I, what's I, that mean? I'm just quoting here. <laughs> and then we also had uh, Asia31 at jcas641 on Twitter played um, the set as well. So yeah, uh, what do we got for this week? You want to kick us off, Ben? Yeah, I'll start. Uh, I'm going to pick Sandblow. It's a really fun 15. I think that a lot of people avoid it. Maybe not because they don't like it, but because it just doesn't... I don't think it, it, it stands out like a lot of other 15s do, but it has a lot of really unique tech to it. Uh, in the beginning, it kind of has like the broken Scoobies, like the uh, like a, a right, right down left, right up left, where you've got to turn to the side and, and basically do the Scooby pattern with a break in between. And it's it's one of my favorite 15s. It's a really Same. good one. I think it teaches you some some tech that you don't see for a while until you get a little higher up. And, I'm and, go I, with that. and I think it is a song that people probably avoid. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I avoided it for a long time again because I was like, oh, it has those two weird slowdowns that I don't know how to do. Oh, so I, I, was see, like, yeah. I, I was like, I just don't want to do this. Yeah. Uh, I avoided it until I played it 20 times one day and then I got a really good <laughs> score, which happens to me a lot. Um, I'm going to pick NGO. Which is a uh, song that took me uh, forty-five times to PFC on uh, forty-six times to PFC on uh, Expert. Would you call it um, a not good a uh, song? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would respond no. No. So, N-G-O. No go. Yeah, it's silent no. G. It's actually pronounced no. Silent G. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a 15 on Expert, 18 on Challenge, and uh, it sucks. 
there's there's really nothing I can say that's good about it. Oh, hey, thank everything God Hudson's about it is this bad. Week or he'd be going crazy. I, everything I about like the song is bad. So I kind of like it, and the, uh, the reason why I like it is what because you? it's so much different than like, especially the 18. It's so much different from the other 18s where sure. like it's all about like combo where yeah. you if you miss like one note then your score is destroyed. It was like 85,000 There's points, like, yeah. how many notes are in it? <laughs> like 400. Four, there's n- like no notes in <laughs> it. There's like 400 notes. And it's also just like so weird. Like there's just tons of bracketing in it. Like, like jump, yeah, yeah step, like, step, jump, steps. There's just no, there's nothing else that does that. And I think it's interesting at least, but I mean, I don't, I don't know if I like it. Yeah, I, I do like the, uh, the, end runs both on expert mm-hmm. and challenge that yeah, i, I really think fun. those are very fun and it the particularly expert has one section where you're kind of like faced backwards and you have to go from like uh down left yeah. down left to like right up right up but you're like f- turned if you follow if you you, you can double, shuffle so okay yeah you can double step it sort of but if you actually do all the crossovers and everything, like it's this weird like walk back pattern. You turn sideways for yeah. like two seconds. Yeah, it it feels very weird, but it feels good to be. Yeah, able Omi to do just it. mentioned he plays it on shuffle, and I think that 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 applies to both the the uh, expert and the challenge. Yep. Mm, correct. Because you know it, it turns some of the weird jump parts into easier brackets if you're better at bracketing, which who knows if you are. It's a very broken up song too, so it's very, the ending. You can kind of adjust your footing on shuffle for like each part. You gotta Better play than it. most songs. You gotta play it. I know. You're, I know you're avoiding it. I'm. I'm pointing and looking <laughs> at the microphone right now. I know you're out there, avoiding NGO. It's time. It's time to saddle up, <laughs> get on the NGO horse, and ride it. You know. Also, with the 18, like the the flip side of that, you know, the fact that it only has a few notes in it is that, like. It can kind of be one of the easier 18s, yeah. where mm-hmm. you might be able to get a very high score on it if you can combo it, mm-hmm. because there's just there's there's not like a crazy fast stream in it. There's uh, not like just like this. you got a big break in the middle. Yeah, so it it could be like one of your higher 18 scores yeah, if you it, learned it, it. Oh, definitely. It, it's a lot of people's first 18 to even pass. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. yeah, it's not a st- stamina intense one. Yep. Well, so you, it has its redeeming qualities. Uh, yes. Maybe. <laughs> it's also it's, it's also very, very, very loud. Roger. Roger uh, oh. Two plays. <laughs> have two plays on it. On the challenge? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's about right. Uh, what, what do you got for us, Roger? So I'm going to choose Volcano, which is uh, in the same theme as NGO. It's from Supernova 2. And uh, whereas NGO was the one more extra stage, uh, Volcano was the original... Um, Final stage song. You could only play it on final stage. I think I think that's how it went. And it was, uh, you know, it's just kind of like this guitar song. Again, kind of also like NGO. But it's, uh, you know, it's like 240 BPM or some weird tempo like that. And it doesn't really Awkward. sound great. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> world record's like 84 perfects on it probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's, you're, you've probably never played it. So play it. Or if you have, you played it once. Yeah. And then you're like, I'm never playing that again. And <laughs> yeah. we're like, ha, take this. <laughs> play it in the set of the week. <laughs> this is a really great way to get people to play the set of the week more, is to pick a bunch of terrible bunch songs. Of gar- garbage songs. <laughs> yeah. Based on our history, we know that... We the, know you hate these, so... We, yeah, we, we know that people play the garbage songs the most when we recommend them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
I'm gonna. It's not a garbage song. It's kind of middle of the road. I think it's uh, Stolte mm-hmm. is a, a 15 expert. It's a jam. It's it's a cool song at least. Unlike NGO, <laughs> unlike Volcano. It has some sick Metal Gear like alarm sounds. Yeah, that <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. It has a lot of stops. It like the stops in it are kind. They're like different than anything else. There's not like a lot of that. The kinds of stops that are in Stolte. Uh, True. It it feels kind of like an ITG chart. I feel like. Um, I think "Reach the Sky" maybe is the most similar. Where it's yeah. Like, dung dung, boom boom boom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's, boom, 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 it's got sync issues, of... just like NGO too. Yeah, um, but not what, quite. That but much. once you learn it, it does feel very satisfying to like yeah. nail those stops. Yeah. The middle, and, is... and they're actually not that hard to learn. So epic. Yeah. Um, True. So that is your tap set of the week. Um, <clears throat> I think that'll do it for this week. Our uh, intro and outro music is by Fraxtel. Um, you can follow us on Twitch and join our Discord channel and on Facebook. Um, again, plugging Life4 also. Uh, you can follow Life4DDR on Twitter since Ben is here. Um, Life4DDR.com for all the goodies. Yes. A beautiful new website by Sarah. Mm-hmm. Um, share the podcast with your friends. Post it on Reddit since we don't use Reddit. <laughs> Hold your phone up to their ears. Yeah. If yeah, if you're if, if you're driving to the arcade with your friend, if you're carpooling, just be like, "Hey, we're gonna listen to this for the next hour." Yeah. And uh, they'll all laugh very hard at it. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah. So thank you for listening, and thank, thank you, you for playing. playing. Well, you should talk with a normal voice. Right? I know. Uh, it's episode <laughs> 299 million of the Arrow panel, and we're robots now. <laughs> we're hundreds of thousands of years old. This uh, is Roger's brain. <laughs> this, is, this is D1M0. <laughs> we're just those heads in the glass jars like for Futurama. Uh, okay, I am not deleting that. <laughs> That's gonna go on the blooper reel. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right, we're good. Bloop energy. <laughs>